Welcome to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we're always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. We have another great one for you today, so please be ready to be inspired, encouraged, and ready to take action. Here we go. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we are always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. So today I have a life coach, uh, uh, just a great human being that's going to drop some hot vocals and and give us some good energy today. Um, So everyone, welcome, welcome to the show, Beata. Thank you very much, ma'am. How are you doing today? I'm awesome. Thank you so much, Lawrence, for having me here and everyone who's listening. Hello, this is Beata. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I will take from here, I guess. So my name is Beata Severin Rit. Yes, I know it sounds like Chinese for you, but I'm actually a Polish, (laughs) originally Polish, raised and born, and I live in the United States at the moment. So what was the other question? I already lost it, I guess. No, it's all good. (laughs) You're you're already there. So so what got you into life coaching to helping people kind of connect the dots oh yes absolutely yeah i i didn't say so there are so many life coaches so the life coaching and life coach it's so broad name that i have to let you know that my niche is uh, change and transition so i'm a i'm i empower people through change and transition and uh, we, so the main goal for me is to focus their thinking on their strengths and the, their ability to overcome or to meet challenges successfully. Because I believe that we all should have the courage to think for ourselves first beside all the BS we hear around us and, you know, good, uh, good intentions and opinions. It's, yeah, we, we have to think for ourselves first. I love that, um, particularly because, uh, again, just like you said, there are thousands of life coaches now. Um, some trained, some not so trained. Um, but one thing that you just said around focusing people in transition on their strengths, I know that was something that I had a problem with once I transitioned from the military into what we call the civilian life. Um, But why is it important for you to help your clients focus on their strengths? Absolutely. So I kind of have to go back to your previous question because how did I get into coaching and why I picked change and transition? So like I mentioned, I was born in different country and um, about age of seven, I've got into very traumatic uh, car accident and I had brain injury. And I was told, I, it will be a brief, really brief story. It's not about that. Uh, I was told by the doctors and actually my mom that I will never be normal. I won't be like the other kids anymore. And you know, these opinions and their expectations from others, they were even not too high for me because like, ah, you'd be easy on you because, uh, you know, you had this accident. So people are treating you easier. It doesn't matter. I was so hard on myself because I decided that I will show to the world that I'm worthy and that the other people's opinions don't define me. And Sometimes it works. Sometimes I was too hard and I was actually putting myself in the backseat 
and crying and uh, self-pity. But after all, I was able always to go to this um, mindset that my, thank God, my mom taught me. Girl, no matter what the other people, people thinks of you, you think for yourself and add where I was getting. Then change and transition, I moved to United States. OMG, you would think that United States and uh, uh, Europe, it's all the same, yes? It's, it's well, not big not difference. Not even close. Not even <laughs> close. And where the difference, the change starts, in our thinking, the culture and the thinking is so different. So I, I went through so many troubles because I'm very open and direct, but I noticed, Lawrence, that you said also that you're extremely sure in your own truth. And I was also, especially with my sassy side from Poland, <laughs> but it took me sometimes into troubles and people were hurt. And when I would even say to my husband, oh, I don't like that, that shirt on you. We have to get rid of it. And he's like, why would you say that? He's American. Why would you say that? You hurt my feelings. And I was like, oh my gosh, actually I care for you and I don't want you to look not handsome, yes? And oh my gosh, so we had to learn each other thinking, not even our, you know, uh, what, what the culture, holidays or whatever. We had to start from thinking because from there, we communicate. So our thinking I learned in my life is uh, impacting everything, how we show up, how we speak, how we communicate, how we interact with others. Basically, it impacts our lives and impacts our outcomes. And this is huge because it's not about what you do really, it's about what you think, the story that you are telling yourself, your story can, help you to move on and uh, go after your dreams or can you keep you stuck like I was stuck for a couple of years before I decided I want to be this little girl that believed in herself. I want to go back to who I was before the world put the expectations on me and put uh, this story who I should be by this time. So th this is like you know, short story, how I got into coaching, because when I, when I mentioned when I landed in US, it was not as I imagined. There were so many challenges in adjusting, adapting. And, uh, you know, I, one of the biggest challenges for me, it was my act, it was my accent. I felt small. I felt like I don't belong. I felt like I'm less than the people who were born here because of that. I believe that I won't get into this job, my dream job, because I'm less. It, it was so uh, crazy thinking, but it's when I decided that, okay, you cannot run on empty anymore like that. And it's when I found coaches. I had a couple of coaches and finally I got the match and this one coach just, you know, put the right, I mean, she did not put, she encouraged me to look within and find who I, I am really in the core, my values, my, my dreams and the stories that are mine and the, the one that were, you know, somebody else, someone from when I was seven years old, the doctors and all this, and most of them were very limiting. So it, 
I would encourage everyone, if you feel stuck in your life, of when you feel like, I don't know what to do, I don't know who I am, who I became, find a mentor, please find a mentor. You know, sometimes it's very hard to see from the inside of the box. I love that. I love what you, particularly what you said, particularly around looking at your core and being conscious about how you show up. And I'm always telling my clients um, and anyone I, I engage, like as we're navigating life, it's important for us to be conscious about not only the stories that we're telling ourselves, but the stories of how people are experiencing us. Um, and, and I can recall a time that, you know, one of the coaching programs I was a part of, they were like, okay, ask people closest to you three things that they believe about your character. And they were like, well, first write your list. And when I got my list back from the people closest to me, it's totally different list. And it was just like, oh my God. And that really, that inner storyteller that yeah. we just let play with our minds every single day. Like, again, whether it's in defeat, whether it's overconfidence, whatever it is, we have to be conscious of our inner storyteller. Um, and, and like you pointed out, it comes from experience. It comes from all these different things. Um, now, there are some stories that people have been telling themselves over the past four months that are, that are different than any other story. And it's been in this, uh, this crisis, this pandemic, right? You have, right. I believe in America, there's a couple pandemics going on. You have the COVID-19, and then you have the social injustice, the social unrest of, of cultural, and you even identified some cultural things and the stories that come up for you that were true for you, um, and how people, if they weren't careful, they could be insensitive to what you were experiencing being new to America. And so when you say um, that you help with, you just change and transition, Talk through how someone begins to move forward in the midst of crisis. Absolutely. Love that question. And before I will answer it, I want to mention what change and transition means in my coaching. Change for me is, a, is an event, is a fact that happened like COVID. It just happened and it's out of my hands. I cannot do anything about that. And the transition is the inner process of adjusting my emotions, my thinking and clear it so I can see more opportunities than the blockages yeah. that, and I think so many people in these times, yes, during the COVID, we focus so much on social media, TV, you know, I don't even watch it. They they take our focus actually on these bad things that are happening, how many cases and all of that. And it's so important. It's so important to be aware. I, yes, I second that, but you know, go, don't go deep down the road with that. Find what is good for you in it. And for me, it was, come on, the, the whole world kind of stopped. And I think it's a blessing actually. It's the best time to, hold, you know, to, to focus and to, to take a pause and think, oh my gosh, until now, where have I been? What did I enjoy in my life and, and until today when, for example, maybe today you lost your job. Maybe today someone you lost left or died. I don't know. It's, it's so difficult time. Plus we are under lockdown again and we just uncertainty is so high. 
but during the uncertainty also I learned there is so many opportunities for you especially to rewrite your story to revisit and get clear and clarity is the number one thing that I when I start coaching with people is number one thing that you need to go through because if you know where you are and you, if you don't know where you are going it doesn't matter what path you're gonna take isn't it so how did i end it here yes COVID is the one thing but if you were you really happy with your life before were you satisfied with your business with your maybe career are you like go there it's a beautiful time to revisit and to decide what do i want to take with me after all of this is done because it will it's just how the life cycles goes yes like there is change there is a transition and then is a new beginning a new beginning basically is as soon as the change happens but we need this time this middle time to to get from one point to the other and accept it and the acceptance is not acceptance is not about the outside world it's about our inner world the core that i mention this is also a beautiful time to go and see what values i had before maybe i lost it i don't even know what was important for me maybe for me was uh, the most important value back in the time was spending time with my family and then now you stop the, you have less work and it's like oh my gosh last 10 years i had not even really five minutes for my family it was everything on the run so it's supposed to get you into, into thinking, wow, this is a huge call. Yes, I don't want it. I want something different. And the next step, I would say, it's confidence. Get confident in yourself that you are able to manage any change that happens. Because, come on, I'm sure if I would hear your story, you would bring so many examples that you overcome something crazy. And at that moment when it was happening, you were like, I'm never gonna go through it. It sucks. I, I don't know. I'm give up. Life is over. Come on. Life is going on and you're going with life if you decide to. So I love, I love that um, because it, it makes me think about um, because, because as you talk about change and transition, and I love your, the way you connected transition has to start internally before we could see the outer manifestation. Yeah, and it's an inner process that we've acknowledged change needing to happen, right? Change is, right. it's, it's inevitable. Like it's, it's going to happen. Change happens I, for the people in the back. Listen, change happens. But one of the things I love is, is being able and i love how you said connecting to what's true for you today and taking that inventory of right. yes those values were a thing five six seven months ago but i told somebody the other day i said i believe the most wonderful thing that happened is that this happened to everybody at the same time again not the death not the sickness yeah. or anything that the the moment across the world where we were all put into the same connected situation at the same time that made right. us now have to sit still for, some, for the first time in years and actually hear the person that was across from us and actually listen to how they were being affected by being in this situation. And, that, and now there are these whole new sets of values that people Absolutely. actually are like, 
I value family. I actually value connection with actual people, not their position description. I actually like people. And so I I I think this is an opportunity, particularly for coaches who are thoughtful to really help people figure out what it means to really live this life as a whole squishy being. Like I feel like a human being, we are super (laughs) squishy with all these emotions and all this stuff going on. And so when you talk through um, being a leader from within, like where does someone start? Because again, to me and you, we could do this all day long. We, we, yes. can, we can do squishy all day long. <laughs> Absolutely. Somebody just starting to, to really seek understanding. What are some things that, that you would help them with? Well, I love that you mentioned the leader. I love leadership. And John Maxwell is my, you know, hero in that, uh, in that particular area. But just with what I discovered about myself when I was stepping into this new, this uh, opportunities that I still didn't see, that the leadership starts, like you said, with you, within. So you, again, we, I'm gonna, you know, drag it back. You have to go inside to see the, you know, results outside. But the leader is not, it, what is the difference between a leader and follower? The leader, is able to look at his actions and his faults at his behaviors and take ownership for what worked and what needs to be changed and the follower is hanging out on the leader oh i don't know how to do it it's pointing to the outside world yes it's your fault it's government fault it's my wife fault it's not me i'm here just because you know, God put me here. So leaders, they take ownership for where they are and where they want to go. It's also going back to the vision that you have to create when you work on your clarity. How did I get here? Is it where I want to be? If not, where do I want to go? So what is the vision? Without the vision, come on, life is really not moving forward because we got stuck so the the biggest fear as a leader i think is to take ownership for who you are and what you do and then learn from it show others because leader is also an example it's not waiting for someone to come and save him but it's like okay it's me it's on me i'm gonna take care of my life for myself for my family and for my uh, employees if you have a company yeah i love i love that i love that just and, and, and anybody out there they, they're probably laughing right now because it, all the speakers i bring on i don't care what your background is somehow uh-huh. some way we always get around to ownership and accountability and, <laughs> and and when you when you lock in on being accountable and owning how you show up and you said that early how you show up, taking ownership of that and not deflecting and blaming on anybody and pointing fingers, but we're responsible for the way we show up. And then, and I love having a vision, right? Um, there was an HR, HR thing that uh, HR professionals will laugh about is uh, if it's not written, it's not real. And so when you talk about being clear yeah. on your vision, write it down. If you believe 
you're supposed to be in a certain arena, professionally, personally, write it down and then start to evaluate if you have the tools necessary to carry out that vision. It's one thing to be a visionary, right? Everybody can throw spitballs at a wall. Everybody can. But if you're not equipped to carry it out, is that really your vision, right? And then who are you connected to? What's your community look like? That whole pull myself up by my bootstraps doesn't (laughs) exist. That person does not exist. I guarantee you if they actually wanted to give people credit, they they got a whole team of people that they would have to actually list to to, to tell you they they helped, right? So um, I want to share you with the world. I want people to know how to find you, how to connect with you, how to hire you. How can people find you? Oh my gosh, it's very easy. <laughs> there is no other main, name like mine. But <laughs> so, well, the easiest way is my website. It's Beata, B-E-A-T-A, lifecoaching.com. Or you can find me on uh, Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. I'm almost everywhere or in Colorado Springs. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. I love, absolutely love it. Beata, what is one thing if you're going to tell somebody, right, in this season of COVID, as we begin to make this shift into what I just now just, this is normal. There's no new normal. There's no next normal. This is just normal. And there's going to be phases. It's like Maslow's hierarchy of need. There's just going to be levels to, to what's normal, uh, and it's going to shift. Um, what is one nugget that you would tell somebody to, to hold on to in, in this normal as we navigate life? Like you said, there is no new normal. It's just continuity. And so I, my big dream for all of us is like I started. Think for yourself first. Grab a pen and a paper and, you know, declare who you want to become if you are not that person yet. And when you are declaring that, decide and write it down. No matter what, I will make it. No matter what. I will go through it because I know that you can. If some small Polish girl from Poland could do it, come on, what is stopping you? I love that. I love that. So I'm going to say it again for y'all. No matter what, I will make it. You got to lock in. You got to lock in on that. So thank you so, so much for sharing your time, sharing this space with me, this little bitty space um, with me today on the Hot Takes podcast. You have an open invitation anytime you want to jump on and we just make some some vocal audio magic. You let me know and we will make it happen. I would love that. Thank you so much, Lawrence. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Until next time, see you folks later. Thank you for tuning in today to this episode of Hot Takes. Please be sure to explore the library for other amazing interviews. Until next time, actions over ideas always win.